Hello world, we're back. Indeed we are. I've talked extensively about China on this channel and the fact that I lived there for four years and whatnot. Friends I have there, my appreciation for the culture, all these things, all that jazz, as they say, right? As cliche as that sounds. However, I am again talking about China and U.S. relations again today. Now, in the past, on past episodes, I have said things like, well, let's gear up and get ready for World War III. You know, some of these things can be triggering for people, right? World wars are not fun. This is not something that should be praised. But once again, tensions are at an all-time high. And really, after this latest stunt that was pulled or... After this latest PR disaster or this latest greatest PR win, depending on how you look at it, well, we're going to see what happens, man. It seems like we're inching closer. Welcome back to another episode of the Dragon Horse Podcast. My name is Cameron Bivens, the Dragon Horse himself and your lovely host. So what is this recent PR stunt? Anywho, let's get into it. This is brought to you guys by APnews.com. And the title of this article reads out, China sanctions Reagan Library in the USA and others over Tsai Wan's U.S. trip. So for those that don't know, Taiwan's president is a woman. Her name is Tsai Wan, right? Uh, China, mainland China being, lays claim to Taiwan saying that it's always been a part of China. And historically, it was a part of China until Western powers and until some of their own conflicts among each other mess that up, right? So China still says one day Taiwan will have to reunify with us. And that's what they're aiming to do. That's what the Chinese government is aiming to do. Similar to what they've already done with Hong Kong. You guys kind of saw a bit of that when it came to the protests in 2021 and how things were going on there. Okay, so depending on what your opinion is, you can see it as a good thing or a bad thing. Me, I don't see it as either. I see it as something to report about. Now, there is something I will add to this as a disclaimer. Taiwan has its own government. Uh, it is a Christian government, I do believe. has its own um, its own uh, Congress, I believe. Its own Senate or something, something very similar to that. Okay, so it has its own government as well as its own military. But at the same time, China is still laying claim to it. Okay, so this is kind of a big deal in the Asian sphere right now. And the U.S. is also getting dragged into it as... USA and Chinese relations are continuing to sour, right? As they're continuing to get worse. So let's see what's going on, man. China retaliated for the United States House Speaker's meeting with the Taiwanese president by announcing sanctions Friday against the Ronald Reagan Presidential Library and other organizations, adding strains or problems, if you will, over the self-governed island democracy Beijing claims as part of its own territory. So basically, if you guys don't understand what I just read, it's basically what I told you before, where Taiwan is its own um, has, is its own country, but China doesn't want to recognize it, nor does China want other countries to recognize it and things of that nature. Um, by meeting with the Taiwanese president and bringing the Taiwanese president to the USA, uh, that angered China, okay? That's what they said. We don't want you doing business with this island. They don't want to cooperate with us, so everybody just kind of shun this island. It's the kid in class that can't get any friends. Sit in the corner, eat by yourself, do your own work by yourself. You can't talk to anybody and then go home when class is over, right? That's pretty much 
how China wants everybody to treat Taiwan, the country of Taiwan, even though the USA and other countries included are not doing that. They're just not doing that. So that's kind of the idea behind what I just read, in case you guys didn't understand. Republican House Speaker Kevin McCarthy held talks Wednesday with President Tsai Ing-wen at the Reagan Library in Simi Valley, California. Yeah, um, that's big. In defiance of Chinese warnings. Yeah, that's big. McCarthy joined a growing series of foreign legislators who have met Tsai Wen in a show of support for Taiwan in the face of Chinese intimidation. U.S.-Chinese relations have sunk to their lowest level in decades due to disputes over the status of Taiwan, right? Whether it's independent, whether it's an independent country or whether it's actually part of mainland China, who lays claim to it, okay? Which split with China in 1949 after a civil war, exactly. As well as security, technology, and Beijing's treatment of Hong Kong and Muslim ethnic minorities. There's a few disagreements, if you guys can't tell. The mainland, China's ruling Communist Party, says Taiwan is destined to reunite with China by force if necessary. And they emphasize by force if necessary. And has no right to conduct foreign relations. President Xi Jinping's government says contact with foreign officials will encourage Taiwanese who want formal independence, a step Beijing said would lead to war. So yeah, Beijing basically says the more Taiwan goes to these other countries, the more they try to establish themselves as a country, even though they already are with a government and a military, but the more they try to develop allies, right? China says, we're just going to take you to war. Anybody and everybody who tries to be buddy-buddy with Taiwan, we're going to take you to war. And here's one thing you guys have to understand. The history of China is this. China, before uh, becoming communist, um, a lot of people in China believed in a lot of different religions, had different teachings, right? There was a lot of history. China threw all that out to become communist, and it's a long story that I will not go into on this episode because then this episode could be an hour long. But basically, the people who didn't agree with that, the officials and the people they fled to that island now known as Taiwan, okay? And that's where they settled. Now, people can make arguments about why they did it and if it's better as a result of that. But as it stands now, that's pretty much how these two different belief systems came about. That's how this became what it is now, right? Where Taiwan says, I'm a free independent country with my own government with my own military and china says no you're not you still belong to us you need to come back home and you need to reunify with us even though when you look at their cultures the way they act the, th the way they do things it's like night and day they're completely different really they really are you guys really they're really different take it from me as someone who has met taiwanese people as someone who has been around asia they don't act or see life the same way um in terms of because of their history because of their background because of their upbringing the country's histories respectively so there's a lot of politics at play here and china's getting pissed off and saying well we're gonna have to go to war if taiwan keeps um establishing allies with other countries and pretty much the u.s and the rest of the world is like okay then suit up let's go but at the same time taiwan has a has how do i put this what's the right synonym to use for this taiwan has a gargantuan has a huge, has a blossoming um, chips industry. So the type of stuff that goes, and semiconductor industry, sorry. The type of stuff that goes in your electronics, the type of stuff you need for your cars and other things like that, your computers, cameras, and other things of that nature. 
Taiwan is actually responsible for one of the industries that's the largest in the world. And therefore, it's in China's best interest to not attack them, right? Because that's what they do best. It's not that they want to get rid of Taiwan completely. Despite the fact that mainland China and Taiwan disagree, mainland China does not want to blow Taiwan off the earth. Not at all. Mainland China just merely wants to control Taiwan and use it to its best, use it, right, to the best of its ability for, you know, becoming more and more of a global power. That's the idea. That's pretty much what China has done with Hong Kong as well, where Hong Kong really, you know, before um, the British uh, colonized Hong Kong, right, and took control of it and instilled all these capitalist ideals and other things of that nature and religions, you know, China was like, Hong Kong belonged to China. Now, Hong Kong is unrecognizable in terms of its mindset, in terms of its ideals, compared with the vast majority of Chinese cities. You know, it's like night and day. But now it's starting to get back to that because of some of the rules that have been enforced, yada yada. You guys understand. Let's go ahead and continue with this article, though. China's Ministry of Foreign Affairs has announced the Reagan Library and the Hudson Institute, a Washington think tank, were sanctioned for providing a platform and convenience to Taiwan's separatist activities. Separatist activities meaning activities that Beijing did not approve of. Okay, It said Chinese institutions were prohibited from having any cooperation or contact with them. The Ronald Reagan Presidential Foundation and Institute is proud of its decision to host a bipartisan meeting between members of the United States House of Representatives led by Speaker Kevin McCarthy and Tsai Ing-wen, the president of Taiwan and her delegation. Yeah, so this is a big deal, right? Um, and by the way, uh, you know, the president of Taiwan showing up in America is a big deal, but it's an even more big deal when it wasn't expected, okay? It wasn't expected, they didn't make a big deal out of it like oh yeah the president of taiwan is coming to america finally after all these years they're gonna establish ties and piss off china i mean you know this wasn't expected so it's kind of a big deal now i'm not gonna go ahead and blister you guys to death with the end of the article this is pretty much what it's summarizing these politics this is pretty much what it's talking about and as always i will include the copy to the link at the bottom of the caption at the bottom of the description at every single episode so if you guys want to read through it for yourselves and check it out you can but that's pretty much the idea right stuff is going down the usa and china they're not acting real friendly with each other right now the usa is like well i'm gonna be friends with the person that you consider an enemy because we have the same ideals and china's like well i'm gonna be friends with the person you consider an enemy because we have the same ideals i.e china and russia i.e china and taiwan as you guys can see tensions are getting strained right and it's to the point now where tensions before you know i want to say before like five years ago ten years ago they would talk about these things if there's something wrong they're going to talk about these things you get your officials together, you sit down, you have a diplomatic talk, right? There is no more of that. There's not really any talking being done. I think COVID was the straw that broke the camel's back in terms of relations between these countries, some of the dishonesty and blame game that was going around. And now, <laughs> oh, buddy. And now it seems like they're really at each other's necks. So there is no diplomatic talks going on. It seems like China's beefing up their military, which they are. America is beefing up their military, which they are. And these eventually, I hate to say this, but eventually it seems like they're going to go head to head. It seems like things are going to happen. Okay. We're going to see though. 
let's hope that another world war can be averted because that's not a good thing it's never a good thing when you have massive amounts of people that have to go to war kill each other and die to prove a point it's never a good thing so hopefully this can get avoided i mean look at some of the casualties from ukraine and russia conflict right now and you could see why war is a problem now other people out there will say no i like war those people are invested in wars because they're making some type of profit off it but usually war as a whole is not a good thing unless it's the last option and it should always be the last option especially when countries have things like nukes right especially when countries have things like you guys get my point and i'll leave it at that <laughs> thank you guys for tuning into another episode of the dragon horse podcast man yes it is another china episode but it has to be talked about it's escalating and i do feel like the media is not talking about it enough so you know i'm gonna bring it to you right indeed i will hope to catch you guys in the next episode as always stay safe happy and healthy love y'all peace